0: Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution Podcast. I'm your host, Nicky Ballou, and boy, do we have another exciting episode lined up for you today. Today's episode is another one of our exciting Thought Leader Nuggets, and we are still going through our series on our brand new book with Perry Wong, How to Create a Million Dollar a Year Income. And today we're delving into Chapter 4, which is all about building a bulletproof mindset. We're going to start with a great quote from the legend Winston Churchill. Never, ever, 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 ever give up. Now, if you expect to change your circumstances, you need to have a bulletproof mindset. When you make the decision to become successful and accept the reality of your current situation and the fact that doing what you've been doing won't get you there, life is going to start testing your commitment to making a positive change for example you may be overweight and one day you decide to lose weight and realize that you must change how you eat and exercise you're committed and you start going to the gym five days a week you also embrace a new diet and cut out all the snacks and sugar for the first couple of weeks you're on track and your enthusiasm allows you to stay the course but then a family member invites you to a birthday party And it's buffet style with lots of snacks and sugary foods. What are you going to do? Will you stick to your new diet? Or will you give in to temptation and resume your old ways of eating? If you're like 95% of people, you're going to give in to temptation. Why? Because your mindset's weak. You're not mentally strong enough to stick to your guns and not give in to temptation in the old ways. Therefore, most people who decide to lose weight, don't succeed. New Year's resolutions to lose weight usually are abandoned within a month. Why is that? Because change is uncomfortable. Doing new things is uncomfortable. Weak-minded people seek comfort. They're attached to it. They're attracted to it. Comfort's like a magnet to the weak-minded. And our society today breeds weak-mindedness. We're encouraged at every turn to seek comfort Businesses that advertise comfort and convenience are doing extremely well. Amazon's entire business model is built on recognizing this human trait and capitalizing on it with its services. Amazon Prime, for just $9.99 a month, allows you to order virtually any product and have it delivered within 24 to 48 hours at your front door. You no longer need to leave your home on a cold day to go buy something. While this can be convenient for a busy person, it also feeds into the weak-mindedness of many people and makes them even less mentally strong. Don't get me wrong. I use Amazon and I'm fans of its prime service, but I recognize that there's a downside as well as an upside to having so much comfort and convenience available at your fingertips. It numbs us to the reality that not everything is instantly available without any effort on our part. This weakness of mind has us think that success should be easy and quick like an Amazon Prime delivery, and has us be prone to give in whenever things get hard. The weak-minded want results now just like a toddler having a temper tantrum. I want it now. They don't want to go through any hardship to get there. And that's why 95% of people are not successful. If you want to join the 5%, you need to recognize this tendency about yourself Commit to combat it and develop a bulletproof mindset. Success is not going to come quickly. Success is not a sprint. It's a marathon, and a daily marathon at that. You can never give up. A great example of this is the story of Canadian legend Terry Fox. Terry was born and raised in British Columbia, and he was a distance runner and basketball player in high school. When he was 18, he contracted an aggressive form of cancer, and his right leg had to be amputated. A lot of people would have given up on life after such a debilitating experience, but not Terry Fox. At the age of 21, he decided he was going to turn his adversity into athletic glory. He began his quest to run across the country from St. John's, Newfoundland, hoping to raise a dollar for cancer research for each of Canada's then 24 million people. He started running a full marathon a day, 26.2 miles, on a prosthetic leg. And remember, this was 1980. Prosthetic legs weren't what they are today. At first, he garnered very little attention. He encountered gale force winds, heavy rains, and major snowstorms. In just his first few days of running, most able-bodied people would have quit in the face of such adversity, but not Terry. He had decided to run all the way across the country from Newfoundland to British Columbia, and he was sticking to it. His courage and his tenacity in running that great a distance each and every day, despite his disability and the inclement weather, started to garner him media coverage and win him fans. Canadians all over the country began donating to his cause. Legendary hotelier Isidore Sharp, the founder of the Four Seasons Hotel chain, who had lost his son to melanoma, pledged $2 a mile and persuaded a thousand other companies to do the same. Eventually, he caught the attention of the prime minister, the governor general, and the mayor of Ottawa. Hockey legends Daryl Sittler and Bobby Orr gave him money. Terry was a huge hockey fan, and Bobby Orr was his hero. He considered meeting Bobby the highlight of his journey. God, that's making me (laughs) get a catch in my throat. Fox refused to take a day off even on his 22nd birthday and he did not let injuries or pain stop him. He was finally forced to stop running when the cancer returned and spread to his lungs. But his example inspired a nation and even after his death, the Canadian people have held annual Terry Fox runs in every city and hamlet across the country and over a billion dollars has been raised for cancer research. He did all this before the internet and social media existed. There were no hashtags, selfies, tweets, or live videos. His journey was often a lonely and painful one, but he didn't let his lack of experience deter him from pursuing a bold and audacious goal. In 1999, he was voted the greatest Canadian ever by an overwhelming majority of his fellow countrymen. Well, what can you learn from Terry's example? First, once you make a decision to succeed, you're going to face Adversity. You should welcome it as a sign that you've chosen worthy and noble goals and not weak and unworthy ones. Second, it's going to be lonely. You will not have a lot of support and help, especially at the beginning. You will find out who your real friends are and fast. That could be very hard for you to accept. Third, you must persevere. There's no quit in achieving greatness. Terry's greatness came from his refusal to let anything stop him. It took cancer and an inability to move his body to knock him out of the game. Even then, he was plotting his comeback from the hospital bed. Fourth, thinking big allows you to achieve even more than what you initially thought you could in your wildest dreams. Fifth, if you keep at it long enough, you will win the respect and admiration of the most important person in your life, yourself. And that is worth more than anything because that is at the core of helping you realize that success that you were meant to achieve can be achieved. Even my co-author Perry did not initially believe he'd hit seven figures a year. He was content to go from six figures to a quarter of a million. He did that so quickly that he realized he wasn't thinking big enough, just like Terry Fox. So he up-leveled his thinking and his goals and decided he would persevere no matter what. His perseverance is what allowed him to achieve a seven-figure income, and he did that in record time in just under two years. Are your goals worthy of the nobility in your soul, or are you playing way too small? Do you set wimpy goals that you achieve too easily and then stay content and don't go for anything more? Terry Fox wanted to raise a dollar for each Canadian. He ended up raising billions and creating a legacy that lives on in the fabric of Canada as a country and as a society. What about you? What does your heart say it really wants? The next four chapters of this book are going to dive deeply into this topic and help you shape a plan for achieving your most cherished goals. So pick up a copy of the book right away. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. To find out more about today's incredible topic, go pick up a copy of the book, How to Create a Million Dollar a Year Income by Nikki Baloo and Perry Wong, available on Amazon. And if you like what you heard today, especially the Terry Fox story, share it with someone else, especially somebody who's going through a rough time right now. Because God knows there's a lot of people that are feeling uncertain and they need Someone to help pick them up and give them some belief. And maybe today that someone can be you. Until next time, goodbye. This episode has been brought to you by ecircleacademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice.